Hello, I am Terrence Spoken, and what you're about to hear is T-Corner, episode 61, Ragnarok. Now, I also like to say hello to my 420 crowd, too. And we often understand that sometimes when we are talking, sometimes we think we're saying a certain person's name, but we are saying a whole different kind of name. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear me say Kronos, but every time you hear me say Kronos, I mean Kratos. Um, yo, I listened to the podcast, you know, I'm edited, I edited this shit, and I was like, yo, what the fuck that I was on? That was some good ass shit. But no, for real, we're all joking aside. Hope you had a good laugh, but please understand when you hear me say Kronos, I mean Kratos, all right? So with that being said and that being understood, welcome to the Tea Corner and enjoy. another episode of the tea corner baby we are we are getting good oh 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 that's the reason why i'm feeling like this oh it's the reason why i'm feeling like this for one i woke up and saw a new day two i got a chance to spend another day with the ones i love my wife my dogs my mom, dad, my her, her from them, you know, my 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 family around me, you know what I'm saying. So that's something that you could be happy about, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that's something that you could be happy about. But what I am happy about about this podcast is the way y'all are responding. The way y'all responding to me, so so you know that's like fuel on fire. It keeps me, you know, ignited. You know, it keeps me wanting to to 
be the best version of me because you are gravitating to just who I am on a regular basis. Like laid back, chilled, and there's a whole lot of people because you know I'd be looking at that um that analyst report. You know what I'm saying? And I just love to see that I can resonate with so many range ranges of ages and you know your feedback is very important so thank you but today what we're going to do we're going to talk about this very awesome badass game called God of War Ragnarok yeah, you know, you know, when you say Ragnarok, you gotta, you gotta make it sound nasty. You gotta make, you gotta put all your effort on it. Ragnarok. You know what I'm saying? You know, you gotta just have fun with it. Cause it's just, yo, this game is epic. I mean, it is epic from top to bottom, in and out. I don't give a damn. It make you want to shout. This game right here is the truth. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. This game right here is the truth. It had so many elements to it that you just got, you just had to just sit back and watch. And the acting, oh my God. Oh. Man, look at here. If I could just tell the Oscars, stop f- making your fucking films. Because these video games are 10 times better than your films. These actors that's on these video games, oh, round of applause. My God, man. I'm like, yo, I had so many range of emotions dealing with this God of War, God of War. Yeah. W-A-R. Come on, war. There we go, war. There we We good, we good. I, I had a little miss up. Okay, all right, we good, we good, y'all. But nah, nah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing with y'all, man. But, but yeah, oh Lord, uh, I hope y'all didn't hear that in the background. That's my wife cussing out our beautiful girl dog. She done did some bullshit, but hey, if you didn't hear it, then man, you didn't hear nothing. Okay, now cool. But no, back to the story, man. This got a war, Ragnarok. Yo, I'm just going to tell you right now. This game was epic. I wasn't even playing the game. I just went on YouTube and watched like Corey Kenshin, you know, Hollow, you know, play on YouTube and stuff. Bruh. Bruh. Like, this game had you in moments where you was like saying, what the hell, Adreas? And then next minute you was like, why 
what was the reasons and what's the why's. Then all of a sudden, you you trying to hold back tears, you know, on a certain scene. Everybody that played it or everybody that has seen it knows what scene I am talking about. Man, that scene is tough. T-O-U-G-H. Tough. I mean. Dog, the acting was phenomenal. So, I just want to say this to Oscars. Take your movies that you want to put in these theaters. Ball them some bitches up nice and tight. And stick them up your ass. Because the video game industry is killing the market. I'm like, yo, I want to see a video game, you know, cinema area in the Oscars. You, you want, do you want young people to tune in and watch it? Oscars. Go ahead, do what you know what you need to do. All right, y'all, we'll be right back to the tea corner after these musical breaks. All right, peace out, y'all.
heater I don't care what y'all say that was a heater oh 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 I did that oh yeah I, I forgot that I did that one yes indeed ladies and gentlemen that that one is called laid paid and smooth number one yes Yes, I forgot that I did that. All right, so 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 yeah, you know I always like to give a little testimony about certain songs that I did. Shit, they got me got my got me with my little wine cup slash cognac cup. I'm like this shit. Oh shit. Oh, I 
God damn, I made this a banger. <laughs> no, for real. I was up here. I'm dancing to my own shit. I'm like, God, oh, shit. I don't give a damn. Not no shit. Now, that's when you're having fun creating. That's when you're having fun creating. You just let the juices just flow. Like the river going through, hey, the rapids. You just let it flow. You just let it flow. But yeah, hold on a minute, y'all. Had to drink on that one. Oh, yeah, had to had to, to take a drink on that one. Oh, that's coins right there. Hopefully, y'all didn't hear that, but I know y'all did. But look at here. Look at here. Now, back to God of War. Man... What can I say about that game? That game had you emotionally connected to it. From the time you played, no, from the time you start the first mission to the end. And as me, as a spectator, just looking at the at the story unfold, I just want to really just tell people, yo, give it up for the game developers that made this game. Cause yo, if they writing scripts like this, man, I'm, I'm for real. Fuck Hollywood. Shit. <laughs> I go, I go pay 60 something dollars for a good ass movie. Shit. But no, for real. Call of Duty, baby. No, wait. Call of Duty was a good one, too. But this God of War, Rack Narak. Wait, hold on. <clears throat> I, I was jamming too much that I forgot how, this, how I did that. Let's try that again, shall we? Okay. God of War. Ragnarok. There we go. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I had to, you know, you know, go way back there in the throat and then just bring it out. You know what I'm saying? Yo, 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 cause something about that word Ragnarok. You just can't say that normally. You know, you can say and and a and the and and you know, do you know you could do that you know with normal with normal voice with no normal vocal range no when you say ragnarok you gotta come from within you gotta reach into your stomach into the cerebellum and just come out of the pits of anger and just be like ragnarok you know i'm just saying i'm just saying because the way they made this game it was beautiful bro it was beautiful uh Chrono's story, man. Oh. Adreus. His story. Finn. His story. Like, yo. Yo. I'm not, I'm not trying to spoil nothing, so I ain't gonna just, you know, come out here and be like, tell y'all the whole game. But I just wanna say, baby, look here. If this is how, 
Is, if this is how we going to end 2022, baby, we ain't, we ended it right. Yo, I want to see God and Roar up in the Oscars, receiving the Oscars, like for real Oscars. Y'all been picking out some punk ass movies to win best, to big winning, you know, best, you know, actor and actress. Like, yo, okay, so if y'all want to keep on picking out punk ass movies that hardly nobody went to go see, then why don't you just go ahead and put a video game in there? I, I got a suggestion. God of War. Ragnarok. Yo, the guy that played uh Kronos. Yo, forever he is going to be Kronos. I don't give a shit. I want him in part in the next in the next one. I want him in the next one. I want him to play Kronos in the next God of War. Cause he, he, he made you feel that shit. Like, yo, I'm like, uh, from the motions and stuff. Man, I'm like, yo, I, I, I love video games when they do that, man. And you know, I'm going to start incorporating more video game reviews on here. Cause yo, another game. That was epic this year. I don't give a shit. I'm going to go say it. I'm going to say it. Yes. Resident Evil Village. Man. The story. And they keep. And they continuing the story with Rose too. Mm. Man. The epic. This was an epic year in video games. Ladies and gentlemen. And I want to give it also up to the independent developers out there yo i know i know y'all don't get that much love but thank y'all for y'all beautiful you know five dollar games that's epic like some of these games that's five dollars and stuff like that man they are epic they are beautiful and i would love to just Give y'all a standing ovation. It was a wonderful year for the independent, you know, developers. Come on. Yo, for real, man, for real. I want to just say, man, look here. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. Y'all keep on pushing. And you don't have to be a major label to be developing some fantastic games. You don't. You don't. And I'm loving seeing this, this, this livelihood in the video game community, in the gaming community. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yo, man, we, we be right back, man. You, you hear the music in the back, right? You hear the music in the back. So that's my cue. I need to go ahead and take a break for a minute, but we'll be back on right here on the T Corner brought to you by T Line Beats Production.
yeah, y'all. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yo, we are back. We are back on the T corner, y'all. Um, just need a ride. Mm. Yo. Now, true facts about this song right here. I remember when I made this song, like the feelings I had inside of me and stuff. I was, I was both angry, upset, you know, and I needed something to release because I was missing my brother, which passed away in 2012 and stuff. So every time I hear this song, I remember good times, you know what I'm saying? And it gets me emotional every time I play it because one thing, one thing, you know, about a brother's bond, even through death, death came and break that bond, you know what I'm saying? Um... It's just, it just hurts, you know, you know, certain milestones in my life where I see my mom, my dad, my sister-in-law, my niece, my nephews, my wife, but I'm missing somebody. There's somebody missing from the equation and I don't know, I, I, I didn't know how to cope with that in you know back in 2020 you know and stuff like that and you know it caused me some it caused me to go down a deep rabbit hole and stuff and one thing I said about this show right here if I said if I'm going to bring it back I was going to focus on mental health you know what I'm saying and not just mental health, but the emotional aspect behind people's pain. And 2020, my focus wasn't on no dating, no nothing like that. My focus went straight on survival. I had to survive. I had to not catch this shit. I had to duck and dodge, like, like mentally duck and dodge the enemy. While, while most people didn't know that I was having family members catching in and going down like flies, the grave took more of my family members in 2020 than I could ever remember in a while. So, guess what? Everything that happened in 2020 from, from everything. I mean, even, even my breakup. I'm thankful for it because you know what? Anything that's not with me right now wasn't meant to walk this road with me. 
you know what I'm saying, where it's family members or friends, you know, or whatever, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to get in detail, but I'm just saying. I gained some, I lost some. In the midst of the war, I, I, I can't even believe I gained in the middle of the war, but, but it was a different kind of war. It was a war of what did you learn? It was a war of who's going to use their wits. What is more precious to you? What is more valuable to you? Is it your money? Is it your car? Is it your clothes? Is it the relationship you're in? Is it your family? Or is it you? And, you know, I, I it took me a while before I could get to the point of, you know, forgiveness. Because first I had to heal. I had to work on me because if I didn't work on me, there wasn't going to be no forgiveness. There wasn't going to be no healing. If I didn't work on me, I was going to continue to go down this deep, dark rabbit hole and credit to my wife. God sent me an angel in my in my most toughest time in my life. She was my wake up call. She she was the one that stood in the fire when people walked away. She was the one that was the the um Proverbs thirty one woman that I was seeking. It, it don't matter how much you could shake your ass. It don't matter how much you could slob on, slob a dob dob, you know. Hey, we all adults here, so y'all already know what I mean by that. Um, it don't matter how much you could back it up. What means the most to me is when we are in the midst of the fire, are you going to run? Or are you going to stay? And I'm glad that the ones that ran. Ran. Because the person that I am today. Would not have been. If I didn't have somebody. That stood in fire with me. So. Big shout outs to. First night. I, I'm going to say the best for last. Big shout outs to my, my, my parents, my folks. They stood in the fire with me. Big shout outs to my sister-in-law, my brother's wife. She stood in the fire with me. You know, my nieces and nephews, like my brother's, um, 
um, my brother's uh, son and daughter. They stood in the fight with me, and I, I even credit you know, like two of my nieces in Florida. They inspired me. You know what I'm saying? They played that part too, you know. And, you know, I got in-laws in Florida that, that, that made me laugh in the midst of what most people didn't even know what was going down and stuff. So it, it's a list of folk, but the best I saved for last. My my biggest thanks I want to give for standing in the fire with me is my queen, my wife. She, it's amazing when God sends you somebody in your life, how much they can transform you. You know, at one night, before she came back in my life and stuff, you know, I, I, I was, <laughs> I saw life in a whole different way and stuff, but she was my wake up call. She was the one that showed me, yo, you need to slow down a little bit. You need to think about your next step. It's good that you hear, but what's your next step? You know, she was thinking on my line. She was thinking like a queen next to her king. And times that she thought that I wasn't listening or paying attention. I want you to know, baby, I was paying attention. I was listening. I took a whole lot of her advice. And used it. I might have to tweak it a little bit to fit who I am. But, you know, it, it, it's what advice is. You take it and you apply it where you need to apply it. And I'm thankful for her, her family, my family. For sticking in the fire with me. And as long as I live, I want to be able to help others achieve the same thing. Like, yo, fight and don't stop fighting. Move. And you keep on moving. Build. And you keep on building. Dream. It's okay to dream. But sometimes you got to wake up. And start doing. See I'm, I'm on a whole different level. I'm on a whole different kind of grind. I'm on I'm on that grind that. I, I said in. 2018. I was going to be. I'm on that grind that in 2019, I envisioned 
that I could see. I'm on that grind that was resonating inside my soul in 2020 that kept me pushing when life told me to stay still. Kind of me of the Bible, you know, the peace be still. And was that same resonating feeling inside of my spirit that helped me to make this next song coming up. But before I even bring it up, I want to say the song previous is called Our Time. And that was dedicated to my brother because, like I said... That song was filled with so much emotion, so much, so much feeling that, you know, I played it on the radio back in the day when I had 44th and Flushings running on, on air at the radio station. And I literally started crying. I literally started crying because, you know, nobody don't know your pain like how you know know your pain. Nobody don't know your hurt like how you know your hurt. See, I was crying for both my brother and the grounds that I was standing on. All right, because let's be honest, um, I always wanted to do radio and stuff like that, and here I am. My brother, three days before he passed, told me, bruh, promise me one thing, that you will graduate from college. And he foretold of my wife before we even met. And the funniest thing is, the greatest moment happened on October of 2012, that year. Because that's when I met my wife. She been in my life for 10 years. On and off, you know. But you know what? Even when we was off, that was my best friend. She kept my head, she kept my head screwed on when I wanted to take a couple of nuts and bolts out and just go ballistic on people, like go plumb deep crazy on them. Cause they earned it. But she knew how she's, but she knows how to talk to a burdened soul. She, 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 she never judged, but she wanted me to keep moving forward. And that's why I said she gets the biggest applause ever. In fact, in the next couple of episodes, I think coming up very soon, 
we're going to have her actually on the podcast. I'm, I called her my most controversial guest I have ever interviewed because, <laughs> well, first of all, she's my wife. So I don't know what the hell she about to tell y'all. But, <laughs> but another thing, when we, when we get together and we on a platform like this or something or just off, off the mic and stuff, the comedy that we come up with, we make each other laugh. <laughs> and that's the greatest life ever. And I, I would not trade this life in for nothing. I found the right one that fits me. I found the right one that fits me. She's real. And that's the, that's the one I needed. And I got to admit, it don't matter if you, if you're dark skin, if you're light skin, if you touch a man's soul, if you touch a man's soul, you have him for life. So you know what? This next song right here, this next song is my first song that I created out of the anguish of 2020. And with that being said, y'all, I'm about to sit back and enjoy this one because I, too, am about to turn into a fan. Because you know what? We need this in our lives. We need this kind of feeling in our lives. We need to come back to a time where we was able to be free like this. Man, I'm just saying, man, I am honored and blessed to be alive and I am honored and blessed to be able to say, Hey, Hey, um, Hey, we, we got this. You know what I'm saying? We got this. We're going to, we're going to make it happen. We're going to keep on moving. Cause when you got somebody that's cheering for you and not running away from you, or you got somebody that's cheering for you and backing you, you could do anything that you want to do in life because guess what you got somebody right there by your side so we'll be back right here on the tea corner brought to you by t-line beats production
Ramona. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Did y'all feel that? I mean, did you feel that? Did you, did you, did, did it resonate inside you? I mean, did it make you feel like you was just like, like motherfucker, I am the shit. Yo, when I made that beat, man, I was like, yo, I did not know what would come of it you know i was just using this app that i really just didn't believe was a music making tool until people started saying man you know how to you know how to arrange sound pretty well you a producer i'm like well okay shit uh i, I didn't play no instrument i'm like but then started dying on me that you don't have to play instrument Oh, there there goes my phone again. There there goes my phone. There goes my phone. Hold on, y'all. Oh shit. Uh-huh. Well look at here, y'all. Look here. I, I've got to put my phone on, on vibrate and somebody just text me. What? Okay, now now we good. Now we good. Now we good. See, this is the beauty about having a podcast where you could be yourself and be free, man, because I want to bring that element to y'all, man. Like, yo, sometimes I may forget to turn my phone off, but hey, it's okay. Cause you know what? We're going to put that part of the show. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it right. We're going to do what it do. You know what I'm saying? But yo, I want to say, y'all, um, yo, I don't just like making music. I love creating music. I like the feeling when you just get lost in the trance of each and every single note. And you could feel what is right when you play it, when you let it release and go. It's just like... It's like, you know, going bowling. You know, when you go and you go pick out your ball and stuff like that, what's the first thing you want to do? You want to check and see if you got the right size for your fingers. So you go, you go down the aisle, you make sure you got the right one. And then after that, you go and you check and see if it's light enough or heavy enough for you to throw the ball. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say one thing. It was something like that. I'm like, yo, that's that's how it is for me and music creation. I just, if it don't feel right, I will redo it in a heartbeat. I will scratch the whole thing and redo it. Hey, I done did it before. And I will do it again. You know what I'm saying? So, but ladies and gentlemen, it's almost that time for us to, you know, get ready for the porch corner and stuff like that. See, now I was trying to make a a beat in the background 
for the poetry corner and stuff like that. But, you know, it kind of turned out to be something else. It turned out to be an epic moment. So, everything I just told you about music making really went into this next song that's going to be coming up very shortly. But first, I want to do something straight from my heart. And this is like a freestyle poem, you know, from me. You know what I'm saying? So, this ain't written down. This is just strictly me freestyling with poetry and stuff like that. I call it floretry. Um, so, I hope you like it. And I hope you you know enjoy it and may inspire somebody you know out there you know I had a feeling in my heart that I need to do this so I'm gonna do it here we go huh it's been many years since I've been able to look myself in the mirror it's been many years since I've been able to say to that little kid that lies dormant inside of me. His years far gone, but now he still lies as a reminder in my eyes that, hey, I have a, I have what I call a responsibility, not to myself, but to that child. That same child that didn't give up when the doctor said that, yo, you only got so many years to live. And he felt in his heart and his soul that he had years and tears that had to be shed for all these people to actually be able to hear. So you know what? During his hardship and pain, he started to pick up a notebook and a pen and he started to write away. And when he started to write away, he started to remember all those things that helped him to be able to be free. The things that the devil wanted to be locked up and shackled with inside himself as he buried his dreams and his reality in his mindset. He thought he had them at the age of 16 when he grabbed that knife and was trying to end it all. But yet, God intervened. See, he intervened in the way because he actually knew exactly what I was capable of doing. So now I'm on the mic and I'm speaking my language. I'm speaking my hype. I'm letting you know exactly that this here life has more than what meets the eye. If we just keep our mind focused and our mind sharp and stay quiet and humble, maybe we might find our essence in disguise but yet the devil comes in many lies so you know what this is how I opened my eyes and now I'm a part of the woke nation and I'm able to be able to talk to many people amongst the nation so now instead of being heard just in the US I'm heard in 22 countries no less. You best believe there's something deep that's down inside of me that has to be free. Because you know what? The devil tried to try me, but yet God just set me free. So therefore, if he gave me a mic, it's time for the world to hear me. If he gave me a pen, it's t- time for the world to see me. It's, if he gave me a notebook, 
it's time for the world to always remember me. Because you know what? In the writings of my life, I guess this is why God gave me poetry and told me to stand up and fight because he knew the devil could not take my light. So therefore, I'd rather stand in the midst of the darkness. If I am a beacon of light for somebody that's stuck in their own tunnel, then hey, baby, come on to the light because I'm, I'm the one that's standing right here and I am humble. Come on, let's go. We got to be free. We got to be able to be seen. Because you know what? You even too have something deep down inside of you that needs to be released. Believe me. So, that's why when I get on the mic and I'm actually able to be free, the devil gets mad because God really be using me he be telling me yo son just keep on moving believe me there was days long ago when I said God you truly don't know me and he said son not also do I not know you but I built you with these hands and these hands too created you if I created you, I actually know exactly what you're going to go through. Because you are a part of me. And I am a part of you. So therefore, that's why I got to stand up and be known. That's why I got to keep on moving and just tell the world that it cannot take my soul. I got to keep on moving in the darkness, in the realms of death, in the valley. I guess this is why I got to keep on shouting for people to hear about me. But it ain't me that's using me. It's actually God saying, son, I need to use your soul for a minute to set people free. See, this is why I said life is more than what we see. It's more of a reality that we can never, ever dreamed of if we only just believe. See, this is why I keep on moving when I can't move no more. Because I know there's something at the end of the tunnel that God is calling me for. See, my vision is not done. My work is... It's not over. See, I got to keep on moving. I got to keep on showing. So, therefore, if the world tries to stop me, I know I'm on the right path. If it's something that scares me, I know I'm on the right track. See, that's why I want to talk about God of War because that's what it was talking about right there. It was talking about what you may see in the future and in, in the world, that, but don't think you are no less. See, there was a message behind that beautiful game see it was telling you life lessons if people would just open up their eyes and just see it man but you know what there's so many that was just playing and and just loving the graphics but not catching the substance see i saw everything and i guess that's my greatest token i guess that's my greatest moment Cause now when I wake up and I see my wife in front of me, we may not have it all, but we have each other. You best believe. I prayed for her like she prayed for me. And God said, no, I got to bring my two angels together. And thank you, Lord, 
for setting us free. All right, y'all. All right. Yeah, that's my little freestyle poetry right there. But yeah, before I even go and stuff, I'll be right back. But you know what? We're going to go hit you up with this little tune right here and enjoy y'all i just made this this is a new release right here on the t corner brought to you by t-line beats production
Oh, yeah, y'all. Welcome to Victory Row. Yes, indeed. Man, I was just in a moment. I was in a groove and I was enjoying it. I was having what we call music therapy. Yo, I'm just, I was just in the zone. I even took, I even started like preparing for it. Went and ate dinner, came back and put everything together. Like, yo, that, that, that's just amazing, y'all. That's just amazing. I'm like, yo, to God be the glory and stuff, man. Cause you know what? Without him, I'm nothing. Like, for real. Like what I said in that poem, yo, that was strictly from my soul, man. Like, if, if, if I had a chance just to sit down with God, sit down with Jesus, like, I believe in Jesus, okay, y'all? Like, you know, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I believe in Jesus, you know what I'm saying? I believe coldheartedly on what, what he was talking about. Like, yo, I, I believe on this point right here. Like, for all those that talk a whole lot of, tra- like a whole lot of mess, like the holy rollers, let me, let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. People that judge that's a part of the church should not speak to the masses. Why? Because you're doing a disservice and you're not representing the Christian walk like you're supposed to. There's many people that, that talk with two tongues. And what I mean they talk with two tongues, I mean they they try to save souls but condemn souls at the same time. That's not your job. Now, I've been around on this earth for, uh, I say, uh, for a while. You know what I'm saying? Damn near almost 40. And I've seen them come. I've seen them go. And I, I, I just don't understand why, why some people, and this is a true story right here. I was in church one time, you know, stuff like, you know, I was in church one time and, you know, there was this lady, you know, she, she, she had a whole bunch of kids, you know, trailing right behind her. Some people in the church was looking down on her, like snickering at her and stuff, you know, type shit, shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm just going to say what's on my mind. So if y'all hear me cussing. It's just me being me. I, I'm not. I'm not apologizing for that at all. Okay, so so they were snickering and shit, you know. And then there was another lady that was walking in, looking like she just came from the club. This this two different days, but two different instances. You know what I'm saying? But it had the same result. And. I guess one of the kids started crying with um, the lady that had a whole bunch of kids and stuff. And people was starting, like, some some ladies were starting to look, look at her sideways. And some guys probably was looking at her sideways and stuff. I'm looking at all this, right? 
because what we see in the church and stuff was off in the corner, you know, where, you know, we could see the whole church and stuff and, and the walls just right behind us and stuff, you know, it's a good aerial view and stuff. I, I like it. Like, not too much, you know, could get past you that way. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so I'm looking at this and, and I'm saying to myself, why are they sitting here snickering and looking at this lady or, but actually they was looking at both of the ladies funky, you know, um, but the thing about it is, I was wondering why they was looking at these ladies funky. And then it, then it dawned on me. I'm like this. Uh, before they became a part of the church. Before they became a deacon or a deaconess. They were those two ladies. Just coming from the club. But they probably didn't even step foot in church. And what was funny was what I was thinking. My reverend got up and said what was actually on my mind. Because he saw the same thing too. And man, I wanted to crack up and start laughing because they thought that they was being sneaky with it. But that's what happens when you sit in the middle of the church. You want to be seen, right? Guess what? They even see when you're ugly. So the moral of the story is this. Um, We're going to go back to Jesus now. If you look through the Bible, if you ever read the Bible and thing, because I know people that's in other religions, they they like me. No, we don't just study our religion. We also study or get familiar about other religions and stuff like that. You know, that don't mean that we we worship the same way and stuff, but it's more of a understanding of where you know each other's coming from. You know what I'm saying? But, so, Jesus. There's a reason why Jesus' disciples, the apostles, the 12 most powerful, well, actually 13 if you count Paul, the the 13 most powerful men ever in world history. Well, 14 if you add Jesus. They all came from the neighborhood. I, I think one, I think, wait, hold on, but I think Matthew was a tax collector, so he, 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 he was a little sneezy and, you know, taking money from people. So he was somewhat rich, but he too knew that he, he believed in a God. He believed in God and stuff, so he walked with God. So, what, what I'm getting at is this. Jesus never did pick no disciples from the people that was in the church already. The same people that was judging the masses, 
as if they was above them and stuff like that. He wasn't judge. He didn't pick from that pool of people like that read the 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 um Ten Commandments over and over and over again on um on the Sabbath, you know, and stuff, you know, that, that, what, that convened in the temple when the temple was closed, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, he didn't go for the ones that was constantly going to church every single day. No. He had to go where we were at. A lot of us didn't have fancy cars. A lot of us didn't have fancy clothes growing up. A lot of us had what we what I call hand-me-downs, where the clothes is two sizes too big, and your mama said, don't worry, you're going to grow into them. That is some bullshit. But so you walking around in school with these two uh two sizes too big shirt and pants and you gotta keep on walking and pulling them up but there was a blessing behind it it was like yo these clothes may be bigger than you but one day you're gonna grow into them you're gonna be able to wear them with no problem it's like it's like it was a blessing before you even knew it was a blessing. And that's why I'm saying the people that snickered and sneered at these two women. They was not the ones that Jesus would have picked to walk with him. They would have been on the opposite end. They would have been the Pharisees. They would have been the people that's judgmental when when that's not their job they the ones that would be the ones that would cast doubt in the minds of those that was trying to be saved but because of what they went through they won't even step foot back in there see mm, I know people that's like that and I know people that's that 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 you know snickered at people and stuff like that and I don't even talk with them no more you know what I'm saying because to me that's so disrespectful like like for example I remember somebody that you know that that was on uh, making fun of homeless folk right and I remember I, I said to him on the slide, I'm like, yo, don't you know that we all just one paycheck away from being just in that same boat? I don't care if you're a millionaire or a billionaire. Your millions is just a digital number. And it could be taken away just as quickly it came into your hands. It don't matter how how safe you think your money is it's always something that could happen in the blink of an eye you can't take money with you if you're no longer amongst the living 
That's rule number one. You can't take money with you if you if you unconscious. You know what I'm saying? And you can't make decisions on your own. See, there's people out here that pray for moments like this. And it's moments like this that, you know, people got to understand that we only just a paycheck away from being just like the homeless, man. We just a movement away from losing everything that we have. So that's why you must be, that's why, that's why you must be able to be humble enough to say, you know what? Thank you. If you're a millionaire and you don't actually understand what I said, it's because you never did live. Same with a billionaire. If you don't actually understand what I said and you probably listening to this and criticizing me, it's because you never once had a chance to live. I My best moments in life is when we didn't have nothing. And to be honest with you, I'm not where I want to be in life. But guess what? I am where I need to be in life. And to to those young ladies, I'm glad to see that they got up and didn't pay none of them snickering people any attention and gave their life. You know, they walked down the aisle and, you know, say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I got to give my life I got to get my life straight. I got, you know, I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to be a wrap. So, (laughs) moral of the story is this. Don't look down on people that was once you. Don't look down on people that's going through the same things that you used to go through because you just a blink of an eye from being right back to there so ladies and gentlemen with that being said that be understood I want to say thank you peace, love and blessings to you all and until next time one love, one dream this CEO spoke no, yeah Let's try that again. This ain't this ain't Twitch, baby. This ain't Twitch. Okay. One love, one dream. Until next time, this is Terrence the Spoken. Signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, peace, love, and blessings to everyone. I mean everyone. I don't care what what nationality you are what creed you go by what religion you believe my most interesting conversation was when was when I was talking with the atheist why because we wasn't talking what you thought we would be talking about we was talking about other things, but at the same time, I respected their opinion 
and they respected my opinion. I respected their walk, and they respected my walk. And if we could learn how to do that in society, maybe we could be a better country, better people, a better world. But until we are ready to establish that and ready to do that, nothing will change. So, peace. I love you. It's King. It's out.